Hello, and welcome to CART, a podcast about coffee and related topics. It's your host here, Joseph Jenkins, with somewhat of a bonus episode for you guys. Recently, Jason Holcomb came over to catch up with us. After a few cups of coffee were enjoyed, we began reminiscing on Jason's personal journey in coffee. We quickly decided it would be a good idea to turn the microphone on so others could listen in on our conversation. We are still working on a full-length episode for the next upload date, where the topic will be getting out of a brewing rut. Until then, we hope you enjoy this conversation with Jason. And hey, if you don't mind sharing the show and leaving us a review on your respective platforms, it would be much appreciated. And also, if you have a question or want to be featured on the show, you can when you reach out via anchor.fm forward slash 901 cart, where you can submit a voice message to us. Now, on to the show. So, would you like to know about me? (laughs) (laughs) Who would you like to get to know about? So, Jason came on the team pretty much right away. And that was because we were in classes together at school. That's actually how we initially met. Mm-hmm. We were in the same marketing program together. Went on a trip to New York, which I always forget even happens. And <laughs> someone will bring it up. Right. Um, and yeah, we just kind of have a general, a, a very similar mindset on a lot of things and a lot of our approaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how you ended up on the team was just you saw the projects that we had to do because... Coffee 101 classes were actually started from a school project that I had to do that then morphed into something bigger. Mm -hmm. But And you actually turned me from not drinking coffee to drinking coffee when I first met you in school, too. Yeah, because it wasn't like you were drinking bad coffee. You were drinking coffee, really, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which that's that's pretty fun to see. Right. I was drinking more hot chocolate than... (laughs) for coffee <laughs> so. oh i do yeah because when we went to blue bottle in new york uh-huh. we walked like two miles Heck yeah. i think a large part of that experience was from the baristas uh-huh. because even though we were in new york and even though we were going into the shop during really busy morning and like even though most people might feel like you might be out of place being in that atmosphere still but they don't care about being a fit in or whatever you just just there to have good coffee and relax yourself basically though yeah yeah so but that was one yeah i enjoyed that day then when i went to your second class well no first actually the first class i was kind of nervous on how to brew coffee yeah so because when you was talking about the ratio and undistracted and everything i was like okay so, like, I'm not going to lie, the first time I made coffee, it was pretty bad. So, <laughs> it, was, it was undistracted. Like, I'll wake up, like, uh, 30 minutes early. Once I go out and start drink, was drinking it, people would smell my coffee out of my cup and wonder where I come from. So, and I tell them I brew my own coffee. And it's like, is it Folgers? Like, no, nah, just some coffee, uh, coffee beans that I got from a friend of mine. So after that, I had like... You very quickly were already having other people drink coffee that mm-hmm. you were making. And and you had barely even been making coffee that right. long. But because I think the nature of good coffee is that it's really contagious and really infectious in a way, mm-hmm. you were able to really like impact people's perception of coffee right. really quickly. Right. Which is and, cool. And, it's, and what's crazy is like, you know, 
the people I was talking to, they always were drinking Starbucks and yeah. other coffees and sure. stuff. But like when I was bring when I bringing my own coffee, they can smell the difference between yeah. the coffees they were having. Right. So when I was telling them what was in it, like if I say it was is uh, grapefruit or anything sweet, they yeah. they didn't believe it. But yeah. when I made it for them and started drinking, they was like, "Oh, hey, you can taste the grapefruit and everything." Yeah. So it was like, "Yeah." So now it's like they would come up to me and be like, "Yo, when y'all gonna do another coffee class? I want to see how y'all do this." And I actually had a friend that came over and I showed him how yeah. to do it. So. And I have to cr grind him some beans for him, and he's just putting his little thing uh -huh. and make it. So it was a good experience, though, man. I, I enjoyed it. Because I, I like teaching other people things. I like learning th new things and teaching people new things. Sure. So, because, like, with the coffee, it's, like, the same way with the music. So I, with music, nobody didn't really teach me nothing. So I had to go on YouTube and yeah. learn stuff. YouTube Academy is what we call it. <laughs> so... And I learned from that and like, okay, and I got good with it. And like with coffee, it's just like the same way. It's sure. like, you can't go bad with it. You can't um, can't mess nothing up, but it's just experience. Right. But you know, it, I mean, it, a lot of people, they uh, I guess they see the timing of it or they expect like when you get um, their own looking at, a lot of people when they when they think of coffee they might think it's a bad taste but once you get the hang of it you 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 even want to drink the bad cups of coffee the learning and growing process exactly it, you can do so much with coffee now it's like what's next so definitely mm -hmm. so that's what and then and i enjoyed i enjoyed doing that because like i said when i first got in your class that's when i started okay i, want, I need to get this i'm gonna start with the v60 the other night I started um, brewing on the Kalita, so yeah. starting to learn how to work that. So now my big step is trying to brew on a Chemex. So yeah, so yeah. I was talking to someone the other day mm -hmm. about how the like no one wants to do something easy, and that everyone wants to do something that requires some kind of investment sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think with with coffee and with specialty coffee, there is this layer of investment in equipment or in gear or just in mm -hmm coffee itself because mm -hmm. when you're buying coffee that is ethically sourced or roasted etc it's yeah. usually at a higher price than right. maybe what's happening in the grocery store and because of that initial high investment people are a lot more prone to stick to it mm -hmm. and really care mm -hmm. about it because they spent the time researching it they spent the time um, or the, the time to work to make money to buy this you know grinder or this v60 or, or what mm -hmm. have you and because of that they're then a lot more likely to stick to it, to be more, um, more care, caring and thoughtful behind it. Right. Rather than if someone had just like handed them all the gear, or if they had not spent any of that time researching it, or been thrown into an environment where all the equipment was already there, that mm -hmm. was all you know top of the line equipment. They might be a lot less likely to walk away, right. or they might be more likely to walk away. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah. I just, you saying that kind of yeah, right. yeah. Cause you know, and that and that right there, when like I said, the easy, everybody wants to do the easy route. Um, it's now I feel like in this generation now, everybody wants to go back to that in a way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can understand the people they got these machines where you just stick the cup in and just sure. Yeah, but it's like, where's the fun into that though? Right. Yeah. So where's the fun in that? And that's why I be want that excitement where I just crush the beans and grind it, 
and then just see it poured out and everything. It's like, right. okay, so. Yeah, I think there's a lot more caringness that goes in, into manually brewing coffee. I think that's why that manual brewing coffee mm-hmm. still exists and probably will continue to exist. Because even though busy cafes are moving away from, you know, say pour over or other um, things because of um, a strew of reasons, mm-hmm. there's still going to always be this this group of people who desire it and who honor it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I have people ask me a lot at the cafe that I work at if like I'm making a pour over, they'll ask, what's the difference between that and just like a drip coffee? And mm-hmm. I would say the largest thing is that you have direct interaction with all the variables, right? So like mm-hmm. your water temperature, how you're pouring, the grind size, mm-hmm. um, little things about just how you folded your filter or how you're pouring your water or the temperature of your water or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, all those direct controls are you making sure that something that all these people before you have worked so hard to make good or make great, you're the last person in that line. Mm-hmm. So you have direct control over it and can make or break it essentially. Right. Um, and that's why I think, man. I used to doubt myself about making good coffee, like watching y'all making it and it was like, oh, heck, I didn't know you could do that. Or sure. this was, how is that impossible or how that would taste? But it's just like sitting there and learning like how y'all did the iced coffee or the different stage from the, what, V60, the Chemist, and to the uh, Kalita, like, oh, so that different stands. So, right. And for all the people, I'm still do- brewing out of the V60, so that's still my beginning stage, so as well. But Definitely. now but now it's like I'm trying to get into the Kalita now. Right. So, and learning from the Kalita how it has, you know, with the v- between the Kalita and the V60, I feel like the Kalita is take a longer stage mm. than the V60 as well. Sure. So, that's more me discovering, like, okay, I got to approach this Kalita a different way than I had to approach it with the V16. And that's more me discovering as well right. and being mature with it, too. So, sure. So, that's that's one thing I can see I can see myself doing. And I feel like when I get to the master stage, it will be the... I think what you're saying is a great continuation of conversation that... I had personally with someone the other day, mm-hmm. which was about how there's like this buy-in sometimes to certain hobbies or interests, right. and specialty coffee is, I would say, no different. And it's where you know you you kind of have to invest in some time in researching things and learning things, um, growing your knowledge, as mm-hmm. well as the physical side of like equipment mm-hmm. and even just coffee prices right. um, themselves. It's it's a big investment. It is. And I think whenever you make like baby steps to the investment in, you know, acquiring gear, like, okay, I have a V60 now, I'm going to get it, I'm going to master it, I'm going to be really good at it. So you're a lot more likely to be committed to it mm-hmm. and far less likely to fall off right. um, or to distance yourself from it. Mm-hmm. So I think staying in the discovery stage in this timeline that we're kind of continuously talking about here is very helpful right. um, in order to, to maintain that. Right. Because um, if you know, if you were to just buy Kalita, a Chemex, a V60, all at the same time, spend all this money, mm-hmm. but you never really spend the adequate time on each method, mm-hmm. you may not appreciate each method for what it is. Right. 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 Because for as like with the V60, I thought that was the hardest thing to do, but it's really a like the easy step. Yeah. It's like the beginner step for people. Sure. So no matter, it's like this, I always tell myself, I'm gonna learn something, start small. 
So for anybody that wants to brew coffee and wants to get into the coffee dip, start with a V60 first. Yeah. So, and once you get into that more into it, then you'll bring yourself say, okay, I'm gonna go to, like I said, the Kalita. And then once you get into that, you want that's like a challenge for me, and I like challenges as well. We could keep talking, but this is a bonus episode, so we're gonna choose to move on here. Now that we know a bit about Jason and his coffee perspective currently, where he is and where he is, maybe came from in that journey, which <laughs> it feels very short, but it's been several years. Oh yeah. Um, could you share some information about just yourself, like just who you, who Jason is apart from coffee? Okay, so Jason, he is <laughs> he is a producer, a rapper, uh, pretty much funny guy. Likes to have fun. <laughs> um, I like uh, I watch a lot of movies, you know, um, play video games and stuff. I do a lot of writing as well too. Yeah. So. Other than on outside of coffee, travel. I like to travel places right now. I wish I can go travel now, but we really can't. So yeah, we're wanting to go to Japan. Oh yeah, we're we're on that Duolingo kick. Heck yeah, trying so, to get our Japanese skills and, up. And, and, and technically doing that made me feel like I'm in Japan hey. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hi. So, but yeah, that's basically what I do. That's that's basically who I am, man. I I'm just being Jason. So. If you want thinking of every time when somebody's hear my name, Jason, they think of the hockey mask. And I'm like, no, nah, well, you take the hockey mask off, you get this Jason right here. So, <laughs> so that's technically who I am, though. So people can find your rapping stuff on uh -huh. our website. So if you go to 901sustaincoffee.com, you can go to the staff page and see Jason there. He's one of the first people on the list. You can click that link and be brought to his, I think it's a SoundCloud link? The SoundCloud, Reverb Nation. Uh, yeah, you make sure you just hit that click button when you see it too. Yeah, looking forward to what 2021 is going to bring and what's happening. So until next time, sayonara. sayonara. <laughs>